0: Close, but no cigar. Not even a slim paddler for young Horace, who nearly got his first win. But, spoiler alert, didn't. This is UKW Friday Night Showdown, and it continues to deliver. Shenanigans, entertainment, thrills a spills. In other words, it's good. You know, if you've listened to the Steve Swift Rambling Review podcast that I do like it, and if you like this podcast, give us a thumbs up, give us a subscribe, leave a nice comment on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Republic, Google, wherever you get your podcasts from. Now, back to UKW Friday Night Showdown, back to an hour and a half tonight, it was an hour and fifty last week, I didn't notice, this one went by just as quickly it seemed, even though it was less. Yeah, less time. So, some kind of space-time continuum thing going on. Anyway, the booth, I'll say again, is great. You've got Shelby, Sinar who's a ring announcer extraordinaire. You've got Sid Phoenix giving us the excitement. And in the middle, you've got Brett Hadley, who I think is the voice of UKW, really, having done it for so long. He adds a bit of gravitas. Or is it gravelly ass I don't know which. In fact, you know... I interviewed the gent last night, and you'll be hearing that interview tomorrow. So he'll be talking about what a great time he's having with UKW. You can tell, but he does ask, he does add a sort of, a sort of, a sort of, you know, voice of learning. A trustworthy voice. Yes. Yes. You'd lend him a tenor, I think. Yeah. Anyway, first of all, before we start with the real action, Alfie Rogue. It's coming back. Sorry, Alfie is back. Yes, at the next event, which is next week, isn't it? No, it's this week. 28th, isn't it? Is it's a Saturday. Yes, because this is from Friday, of course. In the um, the, the programme itself, we first of all, because apparently he demanded it, and Brett said to Sid, didn't he get you against the wall? <laughs> It's Mustafa Khan who's out first. He wants to start this programme. He's smiling, though, quite pleased. He wants the crowd to bow to him, apparently. And um, he also wants a last-man-standing match with JPR, who says he won the match a couple of weeks ago, which he did. That cannot be denied, but it was a fast count. I agree with, I agree with Henry Winter, and he made a, a decision in his role as assistant general manager for Friday night show down well JPR wants to come out and talk about that he's got the air horn which was broken last week oh yes he accepts that at rebound it will be a last man standing match that's going to be good actually because he's a big dude as well and he'll be able to take it to Mustafa Khan I feel he says he also he can beat all of uh, the Persian Empire not the public Enemy, the Persian Empire who are the best faction wrestling at the moment. There, I said it. That brings about chance of stupid Wolf Boy as you do. And he wants Joey Flip Flop, Joe Joe Sedgwick, Joey Slider tonight. It does work the, the crowd so well, JPR. It's good actually. And so does Mustafa Khan. He works the crowd extremely well. Yeah. But somebody's going to be fighting Mustafa Khan because he wants anybody. Well, who's going to come through to fight him? <laughs> I've taken the olives off your pizza, my lord. It's the owner of the company, Jonathan Sedgwick. And uh, he's not weak, though. He will take it to Mustafa Khan great actually. Can't wrestle for the belt, remember? There was a stipulation, a stip if you like. Khan's talking to referee Hamza early on, remember? He got on his case when he was fighting JPR and that led, we think, to the fast count. Yeah. Khan attacks him even before the belt, brings him in the hard way, then asks for the bell. Of course, it gets rung immediately. When Mustafa Khan asks for something, it happens. JPR comes to the ring, He's carrying his ale horn with him. He's, he's you know he was on commentary now he's by the ring. There is a huge beal from Mustafa Khan, then a choke, then he gets then he decides I don't need to stay on him, I'm just gonna go out to the ringside and rip up signs. <laughs> Back in the ring, Sedgwick puts him down, hits a figure four, cinches it in, makes Mustafa Khan scream a little bit. And then the end comes, and I'd forgotten all about JPR at ringside. Mustafa Khan rolls over to where the air horn is. That gets let off in his face. i have let off in his face. Not that way. And there's a roll up for the pin. It's great. It wasn't a fast count. Brett Hadley is very, very um, sure about that. And that's what he talks about. It wasn't a fast count. So it was definitely a loss for Mustafa Khan. It's great, actually. And Jonathan Sedgwick gives JPR the belt to hold the World Heavyweight Championship or the UKW Heavyweight Championship belt to hold. Get used to it, he says. When Khan leaves, he gives us the, oh, my ear, it's ringing. And then tells Sid they cheated and he did nothing. Well, not really, but I can see what you mean. I have to. It's part of the deal I've done with them. Okay, next we've got the Playtime Mafia versus Jacob Reed and Sebastian Mercer. This is rather good, actually. Early on, um, just the J.R.O. Lewis the IV, thrice removed, who likes a bit of a laugh, a laugh, he likes gambling about, not gambling with money, gambling, you see. Look it up. He um, he runs around, parades around, should I say, at ringside, with a Princess Reed sign. That's getting some traction, you see. Mercer's had a bit of a Got a bit of a hardening of his attitude, is joining with the with the crowd. Maybe Jacob Reed's attitude has rubbed off on him, you never know. Now, we get early on a brilliant chain wrestling section, a cerebral stee arm lock, Reed coming back with the leg lock, a stee headlock, that's beautiful, and then there's a lovely roll-through cutter from Lewis as from J, from J. Rowe Lewis as a as a double-team move, it's beautifully done, Mercer is no slouch as well, he's getting better, every time I see him, comes back with a really nice basement lariat, and then Reed. I mean he pushes off with his toes, I think he gets, he's a big dude, and he gets a full extension on that suplex, really nice, but Jero Lewis has got those kicks, lovely kicks, great swinging neck breaker, then a DDT, as if it was just the simplest thing in the world to do that. But they fall to a low blow from Mercer and Jacob Reed hitting the air raid crash for the pin. See, I got it right. I said it was the air raid crash. He didn't like it last time and I didn't call it that. And that must be some kind of upset, but they deserved it. It was a damn good match. However, this was the match of the night, and it is the previously mentioned Young Horus versus Momentum. Don't like the name, like the wrestler. The story of this fight was that Young Horus will not lay down. I repeat, not lay down. Split chance to start with, which is great to see because this is only Momentum's second match. Early on, you get the Horus high knee in the corner, and then he pulls up the top to give the chest a chop. Yes, it's really well done. And then a lovely bulldog out of the corner. Young Horace has got some fantastic moves. And he's got a great attitude. And the crowd like him. All he needs now is a win. There is, though, a momentum sweet, standing, twisting moonsault. Sweet, standing, twisting moonsault. He did it last week. It looked just as good this week. And then what also looked good is that split-leg moonsault for a very long two count. It deserved it. Horus comes back with a Shining Wizard for his own very long two-count. Anything you can do, I can do better. Well, the same, actually, because they've both got two-counts. And then a Widow's Peak from Momentum for another two-count. There was a great moment at the end when they both fought on the top turnbuckle for supremacy. In the end, Horus slipped down and hit the code red, but he didn't get the pin. That went to momentum with a go-to-sleep, what a match. Match of the night by quite a long way tonight, actually. Fabulous, and it will come. It will come for young Horus. It is about the journey, and he's learning so much. Next, we've got Joey Flip-Flop, for, no, jo- Joe Sedgwick, that's correct, Joe Sedgwick. With, of course, his mates from the Persian Empire, versus J.P.R. Ah, yes. There is a Joey flip-flop chant, how dare you, how dare you chant, Joey Slider, please. And we're shown that Johan Hunt is now the around-the-clock champ, he beat Shaq Toom for the belt, yeah. Okay, I'm glad that he's got a belt because his shoulder was looking a little bit bare. How long he'll keep it, I don't know, probably decades. That's the kind of thing I've got to say, you see. This match was pretty good as well. Yes, Edgwick took it to JPR, worked on the leg. I like it when a body part is worked on, because it allows JPR in this match to really sell, and he does it so well. He even, Joe, picked up the big man and slammed him, then hit a figure four, just like his dad. That is naughty, son, and you are grounded. There was a JPR clothesline, and because he hit it so well, at this point, all of the Persian Empire, were well not Mustafa Khan, he's not out, but Leonie Rose, and, uh, and Johan Hunt, and Big Duncan, they all get on the apron at the same time, as if to say, not going our way, here we go. They know, they don't need to tell each other, they know. But that caused a distraction, because he fired, that's J.P.R., fired Hunt into Leonie Rose, and then on the way back, a fantastic airborne red rum DDT for the pin beautifully done next up because the matches keep coming and they're all good you know Cliff Harrison versus Andrew Jepsen. this was a bit odd because it was about whether Cliff Harrison who's a great wrestler can overcome the size advantage that Andrew Jepson brings the man mountain as he's called he's a man mountain Oh. And he can't move him. <laughs> Harrison cannot move Andrew Jepson. So Andrew Jepson kind of has his way with him. You know, he uh, you know, has his wrestling way with him really. Massive backdrop, huge butterfly suplex. Cliff Harrison tries to ground him with a crossface, which is a, the, the right thing to do, but the pin comes with a rather brutal looking Jepson Samoan drop. It's a shame. Cliff just couldn't do that, but what it does do is it, it's as if he's saying, I need another challenge. You know, I, I can fight Joe Sedgwick over and over again and each time have a superb match, but I just need to see if I can beat that big guy over there. No, I can't this time, but it's a challenge and I'll try. Great, great to see and entertaining. And your main event of the night is... Joanna Hunt with Big Duncan versus The Society. You know what? This is almost match of the night. Really close. It's for the uh, number one contenders to the tag team. Tight And even before the the bell, Johan Hunt, who got, gets lots of offense in here and looks really good doing it. It's a double drop kick. his intention, then a massive tilt a world DDT. Oh, yes. Although he gets stopped by a huge... Shoulder block from DiCaro, he flew through the air. He flies through the air with the greatest of ease. He did. And then as he came as DiCaro came to the ropes, you know, he came to the ropes to bounce off them. Duncan just pie faces him, smacks him one. Big fist. Or was it an elbow? Right to the face. When he's in the ring, Duncan, he he hit I mean he hits a slap. Or a chop, whichever you'd like to. I think it was a slap. So hard, it must have been heard in Leeds. We are in Barnsley at the moment. Yeah! Then Hunt does that great spot where he uses Duncan's back for a, it was a neck breaker, I think. Then a single arm DDT. Superb. Duncan decides to go to his strengths. Bear hug. For ages. But Dakara came back with a cutter off the top. And there was a massive spine buster from, from Remus Kane because. The society are getting better every week as well. And then you've got Henry Winter and JPR coming out onto the walkway. Why wouldn't you? The Persian Empire have had problems with them, as we know. So Duncan goes straight up to Henry Winter because he wants to confront him. He's not looking at what's happening in the ring, and the society are having their way with Hunt. There's a cane sleeper, and this is lovely actually. Remus Kane puts him to sleep or tries to. Duncan sees this, thinks, I better get back in the ring. Gets into the ring. Ducaro gives him a shoulder block and he can't get there in time. Hunt goes out. The bell rings and the Persian Empire have had a bad night. Yeah, it's not good for them. It's probably just a bump in the road but it's nice to see them taking their problems as well, not just being prescient. And you know, when I write for Laysom Up and I talk about um, the Persian Empire, I I often refer to them like the stud stable, because Mr Fuller, loved his stud stud stable so much, this is in the 80s, had no fallback position. Bit like Bobby Heenan, no fallback position. That hubris, not Paul, that hubris is what's important. And although he does it differently to those two people, Mustafa Khan has no fallback position. And we enjoy seeing those reversals. And I enjoyed seeing, what a segue, this episode of UKW Friday Night Showdown, which just keeps the quality up. They set a high bar, and they keep getting over it every single week. That's not often done. Again, I'll say it. Well done, UKW. Well done. Ta ta.